This week brings in October, which brings in a whole turning point for the story of the year. There are shifts, there is clarity, there is forward motion. Things are about to get a little bit more straightforward, celestial speaking, less chaotic, maybe a little bit more cosmic. I'm going to break it down for you. What does it mean? How do we work with this? What the F is going on? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, baddies. It's your girl, Maddie Murphy. Hi, bye, pipe woman. Cosmic consultant coming at you fresh off the bibim moon. Brain is still in vacay mode. So just uh, bear with me here as I gather my thoughts and my words. I'm very excited to talk about all the things today. October energy. We're loving it. The eclipses are coming for sure. Double Venus ruled eclipses. But after the just retro shit show of the summer um, in September, I think this eclipse energy is going to feel like a breath of fresh air, that crispness, clarity, summer of love, question mark, over, more of a summer of self-love, summer of breaking up with the bullshit. Now we go into autumn of industry. (laughs) Shout out to Jack Murphy for that one. I'm going to really spend a little time today prepping us for what's coming up with eclipse season, reflecting on what we learned over the past few months about ourselves and talking about some fun, if astrology isn't real moments, a lot of you DM'd me. We're going to talk about the writer's strike. We're also going to do a little bonus content on the Cosmic RX premium platform for the Lunaverse community on the astrology of Miss Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, a person that I had never heard of up until a few days ago and is now breaking the damn internet. That one is by request. So before I jump into all of that, I just want to say thank you so much for just so many of you were, were so sweet and just wishing me the best on the baby moon and, and just sliding in the DMs, sending love. It was so fun. And I think, I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm definitely going to do an episode that's going to be a little different than the normal radio report slash guest episode slash cosmic coaching, a little personal episode about just the whole journey of fertility, getting pregnant stepping into the portal, becoming a mother. There's so many things that I need to talk about, both practical and magical things I learned along the way that I was like, if you were damning me about things over the baby moon, I was like, I had to put this whole story down. God knows who needs to hear it. Maybe no one. Maybe it's just for myself. So, So stay tuned for that. But one of the things that was very cosmic about this baby moon is that right around the time that I was like, okay, I feel like some magic was happening, full moon in Leo. I believe, you know, our baby Scorpio was probably conceived around that time. Is that TMI? I don't know. But we also won through my husband's like a business conference he was at, the Life Wizard, won these business class tickets to Europe and we had to use them by January. So it was actually a really beautiful like invitation, nay demand from the universe to rest. And we got to go, my husband is Italian, partly Italian. And so it was really fun to go back to just the homeland, the motherland, 
and really soak up some intentional time together. It felt very on brand for Libra season, really soaking up a lot of just just rest, recharging. And I felt very blessed. It was a huge, just like one of those opportunities that things just fell together. And then it was just a deep honor to do that. And it just gave me a lot of time to reflect. And of course, you know, you know, me always checking in with the signs, the spirit guides, the symbols, what's happening. You know, the first day there, I was just a little anxious about like, you know, walking away from work and the routine, kind of thinking about like entering this whole portal of motherhood and matrix sense, I think it's called. And I was just like, okay, guys, like, give me something, like, give me, what, what is my intention for this trip? What am I, what do I need to know? And we're on this like crazy car ride through this like mountains of Sardinia. And I'm like about to throw up. We get to the place that we stayed, which is this beautiful, like super eco-friendly, green, sustainable, gorgeous, like place, Valle de la Rica, I believe is how you pronounce it. And a really special place. Shout out to the whole crew there, just above and beyond, like hospitality, so sweet. And they really are doing things with that impeccable integrity and an honor for the environment. But I digress. The point of the story is I get there and literally unpack. We decided to like go for a walk and stretch our legs, get some food, this trail down to the beach. We're so groggy. We're so delirious. We're so jet lagged. The girl's pounding water. And we just see these like two like dogs, they look like, kind of run across our path. And we're like, what was that? And they go into the brush and then we realize that they're wild boars. And I was like, well, that's what? And my life wizard were like, what the heck? And so he's like, that was really crazy. And I'm like, we got to look up. And he's like, I know the meaning. We got to look up the meaning of wild boars because your girl has a pretty good catalog of animal medicine and what the signs are, but not for boars. So I look it up and this is why I love magic, why I love living in the cosmic zone, why I love questioning, being curious, like talking to our guides, looking for just like life is not random. Life is not just full of like a random and serious events. We are so held in this beautiful web and there are so many like so many messages. There's so much medicine around us if we're just open to it because your girl was in her head. She was not dropping in to the vacay mode, to this very sacred, precious moment that was like such a gift. And I look it up and it just says, wild boar, is a symbol of strong mothering, good mothering. And I just started crying. I was like, okay, universe, thank you. It's so many things. It's also, it's about boars love with wild love, abandon and passion. I was like, okay, cool. And like the Celts, <laughs> one thing was like, the ancient Celts observed the mating behavior of the boar and deemed it very good. So it's like, okay, check, check for this sexy little baby moon energy. Also just that like, boars will like defend their offspring to the death and there's something really holy and mystical about them especially through the druids and then shout out to audrey whalen creative my cosmic creatrix she also pointed out that they're very associated with freya who i love anyways the layers go deep and i'm just pointing out this story because magic is all around us like we just need to ask and we need to find those moments where we're not in our power, we're not in our center, we're not in our cosmic zone, right? And it's not that it's bad to be there because it's almost human, it is like the human condition is to leave that space over and over again. But knowing that toolkit, what do we come back to, right? How do we connect back in? How do we go back into the heart space? How do we go back into the space of remembering that we are this glorious, beloved, adored child of the universe and all of the cosmos all of our guides, all of our ancestors, all of like the ancient ones, all of nature is like celebrating us and being like, keep going, you've got this, you silly, 
beautiful but kind of messy human. So that was just my little wild boar story. Moving on to Virgo announcements. We are you know, full swing in the next cohort of Cosmic Boss. So congrats to everyone who joined it. In terms of next offerings, I you know, still have some spots left or a spot left for the Virgo Get Shit Done Day. I haven't actually emailed everyone. Like I, ugh, the baby moon set me back on certain things and I do have a spot for that available. So check out my link in bio if you want to spend a day with me in October where we just shut out the outside world for a few <laughs> hours and just really hone in on the next six months of your life astrologically and for your business strategy and also like the self-care strategy, all the strategies, but also executing some of it getting shit done with your Virgo queen. And then also a lot of you have been reaching out about Saturn return things. So definitely check out our Astro Academy through our website. I just wanted to point you all, we did an amazing like two and a half hour workshop on the Saturn return. The first hour is Saturn in Pisces. So you can go check that out and learn about what Saturn in Pisces means for all of us to 2025. And then you can learn in the second hour about your Saturn return. What's the deal with it? What does it mean? And a little bit of what you need to know per your rising sign for the themes, challenges, journal prompts, opportunities to help you just like navigate through it. So check that out. And then the last thing is this week, I am doing my first series of my Cosmic Zone workshop. So many of you know, Cosmic Zone is my one-on-one mentorship. I love that work. It's really helping people step into their purpose, into their power to, yes, be more also profitable while they do it. Really about like owning their brand of leadership, owning their brand of authenticity, of their brand, of you know, their, their voice, their, their vision, their essence, and how we kind of do that in a way that's sustainable in a way that's true to themselves. And I love my mentees. They're like, you know, just my, my favorite. The relationships we create there are fantastic. But I have been looking at like, how do I make some of this information a little bit more accessible for someone who's maybe ready for a little appetizer, an amuse-bouche? So we're going to do our first ever of our Cosmic Zone workshops. And it's going to be the expansion pack, talking about your North Node, your Chiron together. We're going to do a two-hour workshop with Q&A at the end with me. Come join, hang out. Maybe you already like feel like you have a good grip on these. Things just come up in the workshop. That's why I love like the live energy. It's so fun to riff with you guys, to get feedback, to kind of connect. And of course, the replay will be available if you can't attend live. But yeah, so this is for my people who are wanting to really step into the cosmic zone. And we'll also be talking about what the North Node in Aries right now means for your personal chart, what's happening. Last Virgo announcement, of course, is our baddie bundle winner. So this is for someone who reviewed the podcast. And if you want to win three free months of our Cosmic RX Plus premium community, where we have not only a beautiful community to connect and really learn and vibe and make friends with baddies all around the world, you also get a monthly moon guide. And that's all the key astro dates, full new moon rituals, like tarot card spreads, horoscopes, the whole dealio. And we do live new moon and full moon calls. And now, as of this September, we also have bonus podcast content on there. So if you're not a member, join. Or if you want it for a little freebie action, why not leave a review for the podcast? Like this week's winner, Miss Carrie Graham. And they say, Maddie really is my cosmic bestie. When I tell you I feel both soothed and inspired during every episode, 
So grateful I found this podcast and to have Maddie as a mentor on this spiritual journey. Oh, I love that. Beautiful. Miss Carrie Graham, slide in the DMs and let us know how we can best get you the VIP code. And if you want to be like Miss Carrie Graham, go leave a review. Go give us some love. I'm going to be thirsty about it. I'm a Venus and Libra. I, I like to be appreciated. <laughs> my Virgo, really, truly, words of affirmation are my love language. I think I have a screenshot from every single one of you who's ever DM me something nice. So that's on that. That's on adding to the Hall of Flame. So let's jump in to if astrology isn't real. What happened this past week or maybe even a little bit longer while I was away? And how does it affect us here and understanding of like the astrology that's playing out in real time with us real players? So the two things that like kind of came up a lot in the DMs that everyone wanted to get more info on was the writer strike and that being over and kind of the astrology timeline of it, which is super fascinating. And then a lot of you, I'm going to say, didn't ask, but demanded. I mean, still deliciously and still kindly and compassionately but really demanded to learn more about the astrological moment that has brought Taylor and Travis together and what their compatibility is, what their synastry charts look like. So for time's sake, I'm going to talk about the writer strike now. And then again, if you want a little deep dive, it's just going into their charts, check out cosmicrx.com and our premium community. There'll be a little bonus content for you all just to nibble on. So when I saw that the writer's strike, we, you know, got the news this week that, okay, there is a deal. I, I believe it's still tentative, but again, mostly it worked out. A deal finalized after it's been about, like, I think, 148 days. Super interesting to me because obviously the first thing is I'm like, okay, here we are in the last few days of what? Retro shade integration from Venus and Leo, Venus is values, money, what we love, what we appreciate in Leo, the sign of the celebrity, the performer, Hollywood's astrological sign, if you will. And then Mercury retroshade, right? Mercury in Virgo, communications, connections. Mercury in Virgo is the editor. So it was really, I was like, of course, in my mind, I was like, I wonder if before October 7th, we're going to see some forward motion on these strikes because October 7th is when we're going to be out of retroshade, Venus and Leo, and move into Venus in Virgo. And sure enough, if astrology isn't real, then why? And getting that announcement made me kind of reflect on the whole journey. And I just want to point out some interesting timelines for us and things we've kind of talked about in the podcast, but seeing them cohesively, super interesting. So the first, I would say, the thing that really, the first benchmark on this timeline, as far as I understand, March 7th, the Writers Guild of America announced that like, Basically, it was like 99.9% of its members voted in favor of demands that included like, hey, we need better compensation, right? Better residuals, better staffing requirements, better protection from AI, uh, whatever interference. And that was the day that it was a full moon in Virgo. And it was the day that Saturn moved into Pisces. And so Saturn is like restrictions. Saturn is structure. Saturn is like karma. And it's inside of Pisces, Pisces rules the arts, right? Creativity, all that stuff that's like so valuable, but sometimes it's more like nebulous in our society. And I was like, okay, yeah, Saturn and Pisces, get come through, baby, right? Later that month, the negotiation stalled right around Pluto moving into Aquarius time, like March 20th, March 23rd. And I was like, interesting. And then we saw in May, 
Mars entered Leo. So Mars, the warrior, the fighter, entered Leo. And we started to see work stoppage begin, shutting down certain shows, writers, and even certain, you know, hosts of shows starting to slowly be like, okay, this is not right, right? Like putting up that Mars energy. And then on June 5th, the day that Venus moved into Leo, and when Venus moves into the sign of the retrograde, we start to see what the thesis statement for the retrograde is. On June 5th, the day Venus moved into Leo, nearly 98% of the Screen Actors Guild was like, yeah, we're going to strike if this thing doesn't get sorted by June 30th. And then on July 11th, Mercury moved into Leo, and there was a, uh, a leak, a report published in Hollywood paper deadline that said like, basically, <laughs> Mercury and Leo was like, Hollywood studios said like, oh, no, 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 we're just going to let like writers go broke and just like, we're just going to run this thing out. And again, kind of added that fire, added that fuel to the Leo story of the Venus and Leo. Then we saw right around the North Node moving into Aries time, July 17th, July 22nd, Venus going retrograde. In that time, we saw Hollywood, the actors and actresses begin to join the strike. And it was like, this amazing meme that Amy is fancy on Instagram, one of my Astro Accelerator baddies created. And it was like that Jenna Maroney meme from 30 Rock. And it's like, it's like, listen up fives, a tennis speaking. And it was like amazing watching, you know, just what happened in the news once like the actors and actresses joined. But again, adding this fuel as Venus went retrograde. And of course, like admits the other Venus retrograde Leo themes of like the summer of the celebrity breakup things happening, right? Venus being like, again, what are our values? What do we stand for? And then here we are moving out of Mercury retrograde, muddling the communications, Venus retrograde being like, we got to reflect, look back on this. Now we move forward in this, the planets are direct, but there is the shadow integration where we're learning, integrating, implementing lessons learned during those retrogrades. And we enter into Libra season, which is the season of harmony, balance, compromise, negotiation, kind of coming to an agreement and ahead of the full moon in Aries. I just thought it was very cool. There may be another plot twist. Again, I record this in advance, but really Venus you know, goes into Virgo, goes out of the complete retro shade energy on October 8th. And with that full moon in Aries, there may be in between that time, the 29th and the 8th, one more little plot twist, something going on. And then of course, we also have Pluto going direct October 10th. And Pluto is all about the power, the systems of power, power struggles. And of course, even though Pluto is in Capricorn, we are really getting ready for Pluto and Aquarius, which is power to the people slash what else we say, evolve or die, bitches. And we are looking at everything, especially as it relates to people showing up for each other and also what's our relationship with AI, with technology. Anyway, so just I had to nerd out on the astrological timeline and just also like wanting to say we always support the people. We support the organizing of labor and writers and people who are the story writers, storytellers. They are really weaving like the fabric of our society. And I have many mentees and clients who work in LA, in New York, especially as writers, work on sets and it's not something that we can ever replace with AI. And we really have to stay firm and true to that. So moving on. So yeah, check out, if you want to know more about Taylor and Travis, check out Cosmic Rx premium platform. I'm going to move on to who wants to talk about the moon, who wants to hear the moon report for the week and what she has cooking up for us and how we can really 
listen to her to honor our highest and hottest self and understand our emotional landscape for the week ahead. So first up, we kick off this week on our Monday RX. Tell us yours, tag us in yours. I've been loving seeing what you do on Monday Moon Day. Everything from one of my mentees who's a fantastic musician, cooking up music, making the medicine that way, or seeing your hot girl walks or your ways of just grounding down for the week. Let us know. Give me the inspo. And this Monday Moon Day is going to be even better for jumping into the week intentionally. Not better, but it's a juicy invitation because we have a Taurus moon energy. And this goes through basically the middle of the night on you know into Tuesday morning. But we're going to use Monday to drop into our body. We actually have an invitation to start the week a little bit more slowly, a little bit more, again, in our body, in our five senses. And we're not rushing our magic, okay? Like slow and steady is actually how we're going to win the race here, everyone. We're going to look out for, again, we have this double Venusian energy, Libra Sun, Taurus Moon. So we're just going to look out for like, again, resting, but noticing if it goes into any of that like overindulgence or um, <laughs> like Venus energy is like, less is not more, baby, more is more. So just kind of keeping ourselves also in some sort of discernment, some sort of check. But yeah, I love a Taurus moon start to the week. And then we go right into Gemini moon, Tuesday, all day Wednesday into Thursday around 8.30 a.m. Gemini moon, Libra sun. We are air, air, air. We are connecting. We are clacking. We are feeling social. We're full with ideas. We're really like motivated by you know, like great conversations, learning new things, curiosity. And so this is going to be a great time to get out and about plan some dates, plan some coffee meetups. Again, like fall energy is here. It is crisp. It is clear. We are out of in the last few days of the retrograde shadow here for Venus. And it's going to feel like new fresh air. We also are going to want to make sure we pay attention to our nervous system. Deep breaths, baddies. We have double air signs in the sky. We can tend to get a little like, like just all in the headspace. So breathing into the belly space, getting into the body. Also, journaling or anything that kind of helps like the head from spinning, getting things out and out of the head onto paper are going to help those days. Then we have Thursday, Friday into Saturday evening, Cancer Moon. So we are feeling cozy. We are wanting to maybe light up those autumnal soy pumpkin spice candles. Maybe we want to make something like butternut squash, something or other. We want to be grounded. We want to wrap ourselves in a little flannel blanket. And I invite you to do something that feels really cozy. Tend to your home space. Libra, sun, cancer, moon. Bring beauty. Bring balance into your home space, into your body. You know, your body is your ultimate home. And I invite you to just really make it cozy, okay? Like just be like one of those ads. Be autumn, basic autumn girl, right? That energy. Also, I really do invite you again, like look at a corner of your home, be like, how can I make this so beautiful, so intentional that like my heart just feels warm when I walk in the door as the weather gets cooler. We're going to look out for Libra, Sun, Cancer, Moon. We can actually get a little bit like controlling during those days. And it was something that came up on one of our Astro Accelerator calls and one of the baddies, Vanessa, aka V Mayhem, who's a brilliant like witchy therapist, pointed out like, when we're trying to be in control, we're actually trying to control like our emotions or find a way to speak to our emotions more. So I just invite you under that energy of the weekend, if something comes up and you're feeling out of control, how do you like 
talk to yourself and what, what do you need? What is that inner part of you, right? That moon. What is that part of you need? What are you feeling? And remember, that's the only thing we can really control is our own experience and our emotional reaction and how we honor ourselves when shit gets weird. Um, so we move into that. And then we have Saturday night, right in time for date night at 7.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time into Sunday. And then all day Monday is Leo Moon. And we know Libra Sun, Leo Moon, it's giving pretty bitch energy. It's giving main character. It's giving like, I'm put here on this earth to perfect the hair toss, to flirt with the world, seduce the universe. And I want you to do something that really owns that energy. Be playful, be gorgeous, like be a little coquette, cosmic coquette, bat your eyelashes and just have like fun in that like social way. Be charming, put yourself out there, get dressed up, great time for glamour magic, beauty rituals, get a blowout, you know, experiment with some new makeup. It's just a time to be in that energy, which is really fun when it lines up on a weekend, right? So that is definitely what we're looking at in terms of the moon for this upcoming week. Planetary planning. So what is coming up in this week ahead? What do we need to know? The good news baddies is, like I said, the big themes, the big things to look out for this first full week of October energy is things are going to get easier in terms of communication, relationships, just general everyday life. Things are going to feel a little bit more straightforward, for better or worse, not like everything's been great, but just like clearer. If things have been feeling chaotic, messy, muddled, just like booked, it's like there's a clarity. You're understanding the path ahead. And again, a lot of this energy has been about coming back to you. We are reflecting now, what have you been learning since June? You know, since Venus moved into Leo in June 5th, what have we learned about ourselves, right? Venus and Leo wasn't the normal Venus retrograde. It wasn't just about relationships. It was really about like breakups and not just in terms of partnership, but like, what am I breaking up with? Who am I breaking up with? What are the beliefs I'm breaking up with that like keep me not honoring my true authentic self? We know Leo anatomically is connected to the heart. What is not feeling true to my heart and where do I have to step up and realize that I am the one who's going to love myself the most deeply? I'm going to really be my biggest advocate, my biggest cheerleader, even when others don't see it. I'm going to shine really bright, right? And I'm going to be the one in charge of that. And the one here, first and foremost, clapping for my damn self. And again, like North Node and Aries this summer moved into place. We're all on a karmic journey about understanding ourselves again, so we can better fuel our relationships. So just reflecting on that, again, we just come off the full moon in Aries. And now that Mercury is direct, we're like, okay, this is a huge turning point in the story of the year. It's almost like 2023 up to this point, and now 2023 after this point. And even furthermore, it's a bridge actually connecting stories of the past two years as we enter October, because we're entering the Libra eclipse on October 14th. And we know the last time the North Node was in Aries, and we got like a South Node Libra eclipse was in like 2004, December 2004 to June 2006. And we haven't had, in general, a Libra eclipse since 2016. So you can look back on like what was going on in those different moments of your life, if you understand, journal, reflect, to know that like, okay, this October, we're going to be bringing up some themes from that. And we're also closing out themes with the last Taurus eclipse on October 28th. And the story that began 
January 2022, but really November 19th, 2021. So there's a big closing out. And again, both of these, we always pay attention to the little quote unquote, you know, coincidences or patterns we find in astrology. And we see that this month, both of the ruling, uh, both of the eclipses are ruled by Venus, one by Libra, one by Taurus through that connection. And so we know that like, yeah, worthiness, values, relationship, love, money, finances are all big themes. One thing closing out that we might have learned the hard way during Scorpio Taurus is very deep, deep rooted, fixed energy. And now Libra coming in for some fresh air with it. What do we learn about it? What are we ready to bring in that new fresh air? And I don't want to say that like, oh, Libra Aries eclipses are not going to be rough because there may be at certain points. I'm not, I don't know. Like, you know, we're feeling a lot in those, but I just do think that they're in general going to be a little bit how do we say less intense, a little lighter, a little brighter than the Taurus Scorpio eclipses? Because by nature of going through a Scorpio eclipse, it's like death on death. It's going to the places that we don't want to look at. And Taurus is asking us to change the things that are deeply rooted in us, fixed earth. Like, so for the past two years, it's like, oh, we were, you know, really drilling down into the foundation of some deeply rooted things happening. And now it's more like, okay, kind of cardinal taking action with them, initiating something. Libra initiating some new fresh air in our love relationships, Aries initiating our new path of ourselves, if that makes sense. And obviously we still want to prepare, we want to get ready for the eclipses. We want to kind of know what's going on, what's the theme. Again, like if you're doing my get shit done day, we're going to talk about all of your eclipse themes and messages. And I think eclipses are huge moments for all of us for transformation, for miracle making moments. But there is like a component to understanding the weather of how it's playing out in your chart to harness that. So again, if you isn't going to be with me, but getting an astrological reading as you lead into an eclipse is, I always think is very beneficial, especially if you have a lot of personal planets. In this case, I would say Libra and Taurus, but also Aries and Scorpio. So, you know, this last Libra eclipse, I believe it was March 23rd, 2016. It was a lunar eclipse, not a solar one, but in that 20... 14, 2016, we were in Libra, Aries eclipses. So you can look back on that. You can check out where you have Libra in your chart, where you have Taurus in your chart. But really like kind of, again, the reflecting back, Venus has been reborn. Any of you who follow like Venus moving from, you know, evening star to morning star, Venus has been reborn. And she wants me to tell you, I have it on good word, direct authority from her, that you have been reborn too. You have learned something new about yourself your values, again, what you deserve and love, how you want to receive love, how you want to make money, how your relationship to abundance, your relationship to worthiness, to standing up for yourself, your creativity. And it might have come in a more challenging way. That's how we learn a lot of our lessons, right? But there is a rebirth now. There's a new version of you. And as you walk through this eclipse portal later this month, it's just going to be like the new version of you is like, yep, here you are, dressed up, makeup on, briefcase, and I don't know why I'm picturing someone in a briefcase, out and like ready to get down to business with it. It's a whole coming out energy. And this week, as we move into the astrology of this week, we go into Venus and Virgo. So even though we're out of Virgo season, we still have a lot of that Virgo-licious energy. Hence why, again, October, we're doing some getting shit done energy because we love a Venus and Virgo moment. And Venus and Virgo is like, all right, now time to put into place what I learned during Venus and Leo. I'm time to put the systems in place, the rituals in place, honoring myself. And maybe that's understanding like the systems that we're putting in place that we learned 
to have a more sustainable relationship with success? Or what are the small things that we're doing every day in our relationships to show up better for ourselves and therefore our partner? We're learning a lot about like this implementation of what we learned during Venus in Leo, if that makes sense, right? And Venus in Virgo will last the normal um, Venus time. Not like Venus and Leo really took us on a long pleasure question mark pleasure cruise. Venus in Virgo will be a month, so October eighth to November eighth. And self care is sexy during this time. I want you to be like the the pragmatic priestess of your own life, and I want you to really kind of ground into like routine ritual, especially before like the holidays, the end of the year comes and it kind of sweeps us up into another whole energy and we're going to go into a Mercury retrograde at the end of the year. So really take advantage of this time to ground down and really connect with yourself and kind of put the good systems in place based on all of the heart energy that you learned, right? Since June, that's like the big, the big, big, big headline for the week. Mercury's also moving into Libra and and we're out of the retro shade period. Mercury and Libra is like, again, we're finding balance. We're finding harmony. We're finding negotiation. It's a great time to make good judgment calls, to kind of find win-win-win solutions. Again, this week is a lot about moving forward from the retrograde shadow. And we have a lot on our side, right? Mercury and Libra, Venus and Virgo. And also there's kind of like a mutual reception there because Venus is connected to Libra energy. Mercury is connected to Virgo. So these two planets are really working hand in hand and Mercury will be in Libra until October 22nd to help you really implement, smooth over, find clarity, find forward motion on whatever was coming up since, of course, June, maybe even more in middle of July, end of August. And so I really want you to don't sleep on this energy of reflection. I know there is like a forward motion to it, of course, but there's also this energy of like, okay, let's really take in the lessons. What did I learn about myself, right? What came up for me during this time and how have I been reborn? So all of that. And then of course, on the main stage of society, we're going to have a lot going on as Pluto goes direct on 10-11 and like going into these eclipses. But I really want you to think about this whole month of October as like a breath of fresh air, a turning point in the story, a bridge between the stories from like end of 2021 to now. And I want you to, you know, really get it. What do you want? What do you desire? What do you need? And how do you be in that space? And of course, with the broader message of like doing that so I can be of service, so I could show up better and more consciously to my relationships. It's not in a selfish way. It's in a self-full way. So you can go forward and do the things that you want from the place of the full cup, not from the place of feeling drained. Just like I said in the beginning too, this month offers a lot of magic as we go into eclipse season as always, but I invite you, if things do feel overwhelming or things feel like, Maddie, I don't know what these lessons are. I don't know what the message is. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to keep my head afloat. Like I said in the beginning, remember like we are surrounded, we are wrapped up in miracles and magic in the mysteries of the universe. But it kind of takes us like that downshift moment to like plug into the heart center, to ask, to communicate, to be in awe and wonder, to listen, to connect into like the signs around us, to know that nothing's a coincidence and know that like we're really wrapped up in this energy, like held in this energy of divine love. And even when shit is so hard, there's something there. There is something there. There's a golden thread. There's a sparkle. There's warmth. There is some sort of like acknowledgement from the universe of like, I see you. I see you, boo. I see what you're doing. And so if you're at that point where you're like, I need a sign, I need 
something to remember that my soul is here to sparkle. I just invite you to drop in and ask for it. Like, okay, that's all we got to do. We got to do it, right? Drop in, remember, ask, and again, enjoy this fresh start energy. I will see you next week and we'll continue to talk about these eclipses. They're You're going to be sick of hearing me talk about them, but we'll go a little deeper into some of the themes and of course, some bonus content on what it means for your rising sign. Until then, you know, I'm wrapping you. I'm part of wrapping you in that love and stardust from the universe. Like there's a girl, Maddie Murphy, and she's sending out prayers and love for just everyone in the cosmic community on the daily. I'm wrapping you in that love. And I'm also sending you blessings from on high for big, fat, juicy checks and really hot, fulfilling toe curling sex. And so until next week, Maddie Murphy, I love you and enjoy this fresh energy. Please, please, please just take advantage of it, run with it. And I can't wait to hear how it resonates, how it's hitting you. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.